Yo, welcome to The Home for Anime. I am your host, GPC, Great Podcaster Cali, and tonight I am joined with my besto friendo, Andrew. What's up, Braza? Yo, that actually works for once. Like, I- I'm sure you were thinking the same thing, but... I know, that's why I use both of them instead of just one. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I like that that's become our thing. I, I like it. It's real cute. It is. Because um, we bonded over this series. Yeah, we did. We had... I think it's I think it's a good way to lead into the conversation. We had such a good time with like uh, the the bombastic fights, the bombastic characters, and just the overall fun environment created by the, the Jujutsu Kaisen anime. And it was just a lot of joy, and we shared that with each other. And it was I don't know, I, I, it's something magic. I hold dearly. Pure magic, me. pure friendship, 100%. magic for us. Because I think that was around the time when I asked you to start visiting the podcast every once in a while. Yeah, I think you're right. And then and not too long, your first time. And it was the rest is history. It was great. And we're talking about Jujutsu Kaisen, of course, not because we're going to be talking about the show, but because Funimation was kind enough to send me a screener for the film Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. And, well, first off, just going to say what it's about. There's this kid named Yuto who has this girlfriend kind of name, Rika, who she proposes to him when they're little kids. And then she dies and is a curse, which if you know Jujutsu Kaisen, you know that curses are, you know, like spirits, ghosts kind of that can basically fuck shit up. And yeah, and she's a special grade. So, yeah, so, so she's high up and Oof. basically just haunts him. Well, not really haunts him, but basically it kind of acts like a protector. And mm-hmm. But it's kind of like that childish, yeah, heavily like, biased. Like I'll kill anyone who hurts you. Yeah, I see you cry. I'm a find who made you cry, make them cry twice as much, you know, playground rules. And then we basically just get this another Yuji Itadori situation where... Uh, Yuta is been sentenced to death, but Gojo steps in and he's like, you deserve a better life, so come and roll in the Jujutsu high school and we will make sure that your life is better. And he meets, you know, Maki, Toge, Panda, and he has this rapport, but honestly, aside from the fight scenes, I dislike this movie. I don't hate it. I don't want to say that it was. I don't know. It's one of these situations where it's. It feels like if I say I had a, I was bored throughout this movie, that like almost feels like a worse kind of thing to say in a review than saying, "Oh, this movie sucked." Because if when when a show like Jujutsu Kaisen is so uh, loved and well known for having just a lot of high tension action and fun character dynamics uh, that build on to the conflict with one another like you don't want to say that this movie was boring <laughs> that's that's not what fans want to hear and for people to come into trying to get into Jujutsu Kaisen through this uh prequel movie um that's also something you don't want to hear but also like if you if someone ends up watching this and enjoying it and just saying, hey, the anime has better fights, it has better 
uh, character moments. Every, it's just better pace. Like some of the issues you see here, um, a lot of them aren't overhauled or fixed per se. Um, especially things regarding like some of the world building, but like if if the things that you join here are the strengths of Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, they only get better within the anime. Yeah, again, just the the fights are cool. Well, some of them, not all of them. Yeah, I really didn't like the characterization of Yuta. I really hate how dirty they did Rika and Maki yeah. from the regular series is one of my favorite characters and oh she, she's so awesome she got fucking destroyed in this movie like i'm glad it was a prequel but also put some respect on her name it also feels like again she's like a kid like she's a teenager sometimes it's like i have to remind myself of that because you know you still when you struggle with like uh, familial trauma and stuff uh her being like considered a failure in some ways which the movie touches on briefly but doesn't really delve into um she's considered a failure within her family clan um but she's also still beat up over it she's it's still like a sore subject and it seems like in such a short time from this to how you see her in jujutsu kaisen like a lot of stuff happened in between this and it's like it feels strange seeing her as the character she is in the prequel as opposed to how she transforms in the anime and i was kind of hoping this would be like a better bridge into that if they are gonna if they were gonna focus on like her uh familial issues and conflicts but they don't it's just kind of like a a poor uh leverage to or like a poor uh, i don't want to say poor um it, 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 it the focus was on utah when they were breaking up some of these issues that she's had to deal with right yeah kind of like a jumping off point for him to grow which one yeah. of the things that i don't like about it this movie is long for what it actually ended up being yeah from what i understand because andrew and i haven't read any of the jujutsu kaisen manga zero is of course the prequel to jujutsu kaisen that basically put jujutsu kaisen into production but this and this manga is like 200 pages, I think, give or take. And I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know either. But Yuta just doesn't really work as a character for me. And Rika just, it, it's so fucking depressing. I mean, Yuta basically, three months pass in the span of less than five minutes for mm -hmm. Yuta yeah, the, to have the... that character growth, quote unquote. And I was like, mm -hmm. where, where did this come from? Is Am I just supposed to accept this? We have to assume a lot in between the space that one isn't conveyed to us all that well. Like, it, it, it kind of, it's like side comments or just uh, a few lines of dialogue here and there that lets us clue in that, oh, time has passed, right? Suddenly this kid who was really weak and feeble when it comes to, like, combat, suddenly, like, spinning the sword around his, uh, his fingers like it's nothing. It's just... And obviously, you know, he had Maki as a trainer, and you know, she's very talented if you've seen the anime. Um, but like a lot of that this isn't conveyed like cool. Yeah, it's um, not conveyed really well. I some people some people might take uh, some gripes with me saying this, but like he kind of felt like a Mary Sue character in a lot of ways. But that's nothing compared to the I believe the term that you taught me was woman in the refrigerator that was Rika. Yeah, fridging room women. Um it's 
fridging room, the red room, um, red so, room. Basic. Do you want me to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So in comic books, there's a trope that came up saying uh, it's a phrase that says uh, women in refrigerators, which essentially um, when a female character is either hurt, assaulted, harassed, uh, just hurt in such a strong way, but it's used as a substitute for um, emotional growth for a male character, the male counterpart for whoever no, we're following and it's a bit of an issue especially when you just especially when you watch like Jujutsu Kaisen the anime with its just strong core of like female characters like I feel like that's important or like worthwhile to comment on just because in a lot of shonen you don't have such a robust uh, cast of, uh, of strong women character that are actually like you know kind of badass kind of fun and um, in a lot of interesting ways and it's just weird seeing that this was like the prototype. I'm, I'm glad it improves, but at the same time, like I didn't know how I was supposed to feel about Rika. I know the show wanted me to feel sad about her, or the movie wanted me to feel sad about her. I yeah, wasn't the movie, sad. The movie definitely wanted you to feel sad about what was going on, but at the same time, mm -hmm. they didn't give <laughs> Rika much of a personality aside from the, yeah. like you said, that the kind of childlike feel of I'm going to kill anyone who bullies Yuta. I love Yuta forever. Yuta and I are going to get married. Yeah. A lot. This is, this whole, you know, this whole thing is ba was her, her death was basically to put him in the role of a victim who had to come out of that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the, yeah, the, the, the writing for, mm. well, really most characters, not just female characters for most characters, of course, you know, you can't expect that much from a prequel, but at the same time, if you want this to be kind of a starting point for Jujutsu Kaisen fans or for people who might want to get into it, this is a very poor entry point. I did not care for the story. Again, it felt very loaded with bluff. Because at an hour and 45 minutes, I expected way more to happen because the plot just seemed kind of secondary. It just seemed like things were kind of happening, and I did not care for that. The action was cool. Again, like I really, really like the action set pieces. And the people over at mm -hmm. MAPPA, they do an incredible job. You know, they, I, I feel for them because i know that they're overworked and underpaid and they deserve so much credit for how beautiful they made the movie look mm -hmm. and that, that's a that's a that's a loaded conversation to have um that's definitely look we're into and if you don't know anything about it then please like you know look at look up just like the workplace environment and the conditions that these people are working into like if you're getting a lot of joy into it like i feel like this is one of these things we could you could do as a fan but like you know you, there's a lot of talent on display like that's right. clear as day there's a and lot of talent, but it's it's almost wasted. Like, yeah, it's a pretty movie. That's the best thing that you and I you and I can say about it because in reality, we talked about this beforehand. If there was no action, and aside from that one Toto reference that was less than three minutes long, we were bored. Like overall, this movie was yeah. so boring. 
I feel like they could have done more in less time. That's the mm -hmm. thing that I don't like about this more than anything. Aside from the poor characterization, they could have made this movie less than an hour and 45 minutes and covered the 200 pages worth of manga, I think. Because this just... The, the story just did not work out. And you raised an interesting point about some of the one of the fights in particular the grand fight at the end in the city and how this dude was low-key trying to give gojo the business and just oh yeah it. yeah yeah and then he just uh, did we talk about that it, it might yeah. have been like in the before we started yeah recording yeah. you think we talked about it we talked about it beforehand but yeah the okay. dude was just giving gojo the business and well, trying to anyway. Gojo's like the fucking strongest out there, but well, it's still kind of impressive that he was yeah. able to like. And then, but we know. don't know anything about him. We don't know anything about like Ghetto. What yeah, makes and this him, was like what makes him a movie. Yes, this yeah, is and this the was the movie, movie to introduce his like him as a character. Like, and he even shows up in the anime. Like, I had to look that up earlier because I'm like, I know I've seen this dude before. Where have I seen him? And like in the main anime, I'm like, oh yeah, he's the he's a part of the main bad crass like he's he's a he's a prime antagonist and like this movie just gave me his poor excuses as to why he wants to kill non-sorcerers like uh, okay this this movie makes it hard for me to empathize with this person like as a as like as a human not as like oh you know justify his means but rather like you know give me some of his interiority give me some of his um it just it's not compelling also, there's this thing where the, the guy who was trying to give Gojo the business, and this this is kind of a spoiler, but kind of not. This is probably the only spoilery thing that'll be said. He shows up in the post-credits, which I'm mainly telling you just to say, stay for the post-credits scene. Yeah, I didn't stay for the post-credits scene. Thank you for telling me about this yeah, afterwards. So stay for the post-credits scene, because I'm pretty sure he shows up again. And uh, the, the main reason that I even bothered staying is because one of my favorite bands did the mute did a couple of the songs for the movie so i'm just head banging in my room in the dark at like eight nine something at night it was hilarious to watch but i did not care because this band rocks out so hard regardless it's it it it, it didn't really add anything to it other than to let you know okay there's some more training going on but overall this movie just did not do it for me and if if there are people out there who think that this is a perfect entryway into Jujutsu Kaisen while I disagree I do think that it's something to watch if you are a mega fan of Jujutsu Kaisen it's it's not interesting it's not really that fun to me at least not as fun as the main story it's just overall kind of not not a waste of, not a waste of eye candy but just a, a waste of production almost yeah it, i guess this ties back to some of the labor practices and abuse um and studio map is just like you know they're already so overworked this is but you i hope this doesn't comment doesn't come off as like kind of a uh in, in a in a bad way but you know 
even on a business level, like they decided to do this movie. Yeah. I guess like if if your marketing says it's going to make money, which you know it it's making money right now, I guess they don't really care. Yeah, dude, it's, it's just sad. Eisen, of course, it's going to make money. But it's just sad. This this talent could have gone somewhere else. Um, or they could have gotten a break. That would have been great too. But um, yeah, push yeah. this movie back a bit. So yeah, um, overall was not a fan of Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. I was bored. I really was just waiting for the action scenes and oh it's just not my not my cup of tea. So mm-hmm. I hope this doesn't offend anybody because there are so many Jujutsu Kaisen fans out there and from what I understand a lot of people are really enjoying this movie but coming from it as an anime only not having read the manga not knowing anything that's to come and not knowing how faithfully they did adapt it, which from what I understand, Mappa does a really great job at these sorts of things. It's just, I, I was not, I wasn't happy at all. Definitely watch it if you're a fan and you really like, like if you really like Jujutsu Kaisen, like really, really like Jujutsu Kaisen, you're going to have a good time. If you're looking for something substantial you might be disappointed, especially if you're a casual fan like Andrew and I are, which mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna say yeah. like I I really do like Jujutsu Kaisen. Like I I have I have a Jujutsu Kaisen shirt and I have another one on the way, which I am very excited about. Can't wait to show that off. But yeah, it's watch it if you want. Fuck it. <laughs> Thank you. French animation for sending us the screener because I mean we I, I I was very happy that they were kind enough to send it over. What if this is like an episode of yours that really blows up and it's just a lot of people hate filled comments? I was gonna say I'm probably gonna get like uh, I'm not I'm not gonna listen. That would talk shit. The people who got upset aren't listening right now. Probably not. <laughs> doubt it. <laughs> the first five minutes. Yeah. They're like, oh, you, you saw Gojo though. Like, yeah. That's pretty blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, we saw Gojo. We saw Gojo. Oh my god. The, all right, this is the last Oh Nanami. Thing. This is no. Oh, and Nanami. Nanami. Uh, yeah, this is like the last the, thing okay, I'm gonna like, say. Plus, I yeah. fucking hate white blindfold Gojo. That's fair. I thought it looked cool when he pulled it off. It looks cooler than the um this black blindfold it's it solely in just when he pulls it off other than that it's fine i just don't like his hair when it's poofed up or like when it's done up right because it looks like bandages it like i don't know black is just more fitting for him mm-hmm. i don't like him in his uh, jujitsu sorcerer uh, attire either Ugh. like him and with any other hairstyle any other outfit prime awesome dude's killing the fits Sunglasses even better, but um, you know that's that's just my opinion. And with that, Andrew, do you have anything else you want to say? Um, no, I I think I said all I needed to. Awesome, me too. Well, with that, if you want to follow me, you can do so on Instagram at Anime Alpha Goat, on Twitter at our Anime Home, or you can email me at our Anime Home at gmail dot com. If you have any recommendations that you want to send over or you just want to talk about anime or if you want to tell me how wrong I am for disliking Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, 
And thank you, of course, for listening. Thanks again, Andrew, for coming on. And of course. with that, we are out. <laughs>